Hi, and welcome to the Medicine for Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lynn Stiff. I'm a dietitian turned physician passionate about empowering people to use their lifestyle as medicine. Many of the chronic diseases and cancers that affect our world can be prevented. I'm on a mission to provide you with evidence-based tools and education so you can implement realistic and sustainable changes into your life to combat disease, reach your health goals, and lead your best life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Let's begin this journey together. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for the next episode of the Medicine for Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lynn Stiff, and I'm excited to talk to you today all about meal prep. Oh, yes, how we all love meal prep so much. Um, It's that thing that we know we want to do, we know we should do, but for some reason we just can't do it. Well, today I'm going to talk all about getting started with meal prep and give you a few few options for you to try out and see what will work best for you based on your circumstances and your current phase of life. This podcast is stemming from my most recent blog post that's called Simple Swaps for Success Dinner. For the last few months, I've been doing a Simple Swaps for Success series, and it's focused on how you can make small changes during different meals to optimize the nutritional quality of your meal. So the first was breakfast, and um, as part of that post, I gave 28 breakfast options that dealt with a variety of ways you can improve the quality of your breakfast to start your day off right. The next was lunch, and this uh, came with, I want to say, 15 different um, meals that you could try for lunch, as well as a number of galleries that you could look at for, and there are probably... 300 different lunch choices. So plenty to keep you um, interested throughout the year. And so today, instead of, or this week, I'm sorry, instead of doing um, one where we swapped out different meals or different items in a meal, instead I focused more on behaviors that we can change. Um, And so head over to my blog, nutritionhealthlife.com, so you can take a look at uh, some things that you can do to try to improve the quality of your dinner. One of those things is meal prep, which brings me to this podcast today. So my goal of this podcast is to give you three approaches that you can use for meal prep, and then you pick what's best for you. Every person is different. Everyone's circumstances are different. Even for one individual person with the exact same circumstances, life phases happen. And sometimes, you know, one type of meal prep is not going to work when you have little kids running around. And other times it works great when you have little kids running around. So you need to look at the whole picture and figure out what's best for you. I'm not saying that any one prep method is the ultimate one that you need to absolutely adopt or strive for. I want you to pick one that you can actually do because then that's going to set you up for success down the road. And you're also, if you have kids in your household, you're teaching them valuable behaviors and uh, approaches at how they can maintain a healthy diet and lifestyle after they leave the home one day. The types of meal prep we're talking about today are as follows. One is simple meal prep. The second is prep and portion. The third is batch cooking, and it actually has two subcategories. So I guess you could say that there are four approaches, but um, I'll just keep them noted as three. So the two categories of batch cooking are partial batch cooking and complete batch cooking. So we'll start with the most simple to adopt and move from there. And all of these approaches are assuming that you have done meal planning. 
So we will talk a lot more about meal planning on this podcast and on my blog. So stay tuned for that. So to get started with simple prep. So this is when you've done your meal planning, you went to the grocery store, got everything you needed, and now it's all on your counter and you need to put it away. Anything that requires prep work in advance is left out. Put everything away that's boxed or canned or portioned in a way that you don't need to do anything to it. And then you'll see how much work you have in front of you. So next, what you're going to do is anything that requires prep, you will trim, wash, chop, whatever you need to do to get it into a state where when it comes time to cook or have a snack, that item is basically ready to eat or ready to use. This method usually takes somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes on the day that you do your grocery shopping. Um, and with each of these prep methods, I'm going to go over the pros and cons of each. So this method is wonderful because it has just taken care of the largest obstacle you have to eating well. Most people don't eat as well as they desire because of this simple step. So by doing this, you have put yourself in a totally different ballpark and you're much more likely to reach your goals. Um, some other pros are that it's the least time consuming up front. So if you're just getting started with meal prep or you really don't have a lot of time, this is the best one for you to start with. Um, it's the easiest to begin with because it doesn't require you to have a system for figuring out what you're making all week and how to portion things out. And then it also leaves you with the flexibility to be spontaneous during the week. Some people really love cooking and just kind of going on the fly. I'm sort of bad at following recipes to a T. My husband could talk more to that. He's excellent at following recipes, so he often does a lot of the cooking. But um, when I'm cooking, I just love having fun with it. So I will pick random ingredients and mix them in and change the spices to match what I'm desiring at that time. And um, so I'm a little more spontaneous. This method allows that spontaneity because the food is prepped and you can just do whatever you want with it. Now, the cons to this method, you know, there are still things you're going to need to prep and cook later in the week. So you've done the hardest step, but you still need to find the time and set aside the time as a priority to cook a nutritious meal. This one also requires you to still portion out items throughout the week. So there's a chance you could run out of something if you overuse it in one recipe and forget that you need it for another recipe, or it's possible that you didn't buy enough or bought too much of something. All right, the next approach is called prep and portion. So this takes simple prep to a whole new level. You'll do everything that you did in simple prep, but then what you're going to do is have all the recipes and things you're planning to eat uh, that week kind of in your mind or in front of you, and you'll portion everything out. So from a, a snack standpoint, this would mean that you will have small containers, hopefully not those plastic bags, because please, that's not great for the environment if you're going through like 50 plastic bags a week. So instead, some um, reusable containers portion out the snacks for your snacks and your kids' snacks and meals you're eating during the week. So literally all you're doing is grabbing and going. This is the whole premise behind convenience food is that it's already prepped and ready to go. It does not require any thought. You just take it when it's time to eat it. Um, so that's one approach with this. The second is actually portioning out what you will need for each uh, recipe you're making. So after you've prepped everything, you'll look at your recipes and figure out how much you need of each item for each recipe, and then you'll portion them together. This is the concept of HelloFresh, where they send you a box that has all of your ingredients prepped and ready to go. You just follow the recipe and go from there. So this is a fraction of the cost of HelloFresh, but it does require your time up front. 
So the pros to this is it takes more time. I would estimate this takes about an hour to an hour and a half, depending how many meals and how many items that you're needing to prep throughout the week. Um, everything, another pro is everything is in an easy grab and go format, like I mentioned. This is makes making the choice you want to make so much easier. Again, this is not forcing you to eat a way that you don't want to eat. You've planned this in advance. You thought this is how I desire to eat because I feel the best when I eat this way, no matter what type of diet that is. And what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to be able to carry out that process that you've been wanting to do. Uh, and then there's no real prep when it comes time to actually cook during the week. So you don't need to account for that extra half hour to chop and portion and figure out, oh shoot, I ran out of the spice and I didn't realize I needed it. Instead, all of that back work is done and all you need to do is follow the recipe steps and get the meal on the table. Uh, the con to this is that it does take more time up front than simple prep. Again, it's a compromise between simple prep and batch cooking, um, but it still is a, a decent amount of time. Um, and then you need to still find time during the week to prep the meal. So some people, the barrier is they, they don't feel like they have that half hour to cook a meal. Uh, so this would not take care of that issue if you're having that problem. And then you need a lot of containers. <laughs> That's the other con. So um, sometimes it's kind of fun to buy new Tupperware and um, there's all different kinds, like special kinds now that help preserve the food longer and um, are made of various materials. So you can go crazy and buy color coded or whatever you want, um, but you are going to need to buy some containers up front so that you have enough to put all of these items in. Um, and using reusable, reusable bags is also an option. Um, we use Grove and we have their reusable bags and they work pretty well um, and they seem to be holding up. We've had them for a little over a year and they still seem fine. Um, but you'll just need to find something that you can use that's not necessarily going to add a ton of waste, okay? Because we also want to take care of the environment when we can. All right, and then the third uh, meal prep option is batch cooking. And like I said, there are two forms, and these are different enough that I'll talk about them separate. So partial batch cooking is when you cook multiple items for the week in advance, but not the entire meal. This would be batch cooking things like barley, rice, quinoa, dry beans, or it could be cooking a huge pan of roasted vegetables just to have to later portion into various dishes. Um, it could be making your own sauce if there's something that needs a sauce you have to create because that can take a lot of time or feel like a lot of time at, when you're trying to make the item. Um, and so doing it in advance will help take some of that stress off. Um, and so this is whatever you can do to make the actual putting the meal together easier. The pro to this is that there's minimal work on the day of the meal. Um, and then you can also prep items that take more time in advance. Like I said, with the sauce, that could take a half hour in addition to how long the meal actually takes to cook. If you can prepare that in advance while some other stuff is happening, um, like let's say you're roasting the vegetables and Instapot the barley and then you're making a sauce, that's all happening in the same half hour. I mean, it's amazing. And if you did this on the day you're making the meal, you might not need to make barley and sauce and vegetables the same day. So this is comp um, compiling all of these individual items into one time slot to save you, you know, ultimately an hour of your time, which who doesn't want another hour, right? So uh, the, there's a lot of pros to doing this method. A con is that it does take more time up front. So this will take at least two hours. Uh, it will depend on how much you do, but it would be at least two hours, one day a week. Um, and then you also have to be okay eating reheated food. 
So I grew up in a family with clean plate, clean plate method, and we ate every leftover possible as long as it was still moderately edible. Um, and this has carried through my life. And so I have no problem eating leftovers. Uh, some people will absolutely not eat any leftovers. They refuse. So if you don't do leftovers, this is not for you. Um, but if you're okay giving it a try, uh, this could be a way to get into batch cooking to see what you think. Um, in my blog, I, I um, have a shout out to the Lean Green Bean. She's a dietitian who does a ton of meal prep, and she does a lot of this batch cooking. Um, and she does some that's the full meal, but some of it is this partial batch cooking that she later puts together. So if you head over to my blog, you can see some great examples of this. Um, and then uh, complete batch cooking. So this is the granddaddy of all meal prep. So you literally cook or bake all of your meals for the week on one day. Then you just reheat them throughout the week as you go. So it's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> There's no other special thing for me to tell you about it. Um, it is important to note that if you can get meals that um, have things that bake at the same temperature, I mean, you could be cooking two or three meals at the same time in the oven. I mean, just think of how much time that's saving you. And it's, you know, saving some energy because you're only turning the oven on once. Um, and just saving you time altogether because you're just in the kitchen working during this one time. So the pro is that there's literally no reason why you cannot follow the way you desire to eat during the week because every meal is already made. This is literally the most easy one to follow um, unless you forget to bring your lunch to work or you, you know, don't have electricity one day. Um, there's no reason why you can't eat exactly the way that you desire to eat. Um, there's no meal prep or cook time needed during your busy week. So if you work really long days, so for example, sometimes I work 12 hour days and I have one hour commute each way. That's 14 hours and I like to exercise and I like to sleep. And so um, 14 hours plus nine hours between exercising, sleeping, showering, that kind of stuff, that leaves me one hour. So I really don't want to be cooking if I don't need to be. So this is perfect because the meals are literally already prepped. You just warm them up and go on with your life. Now the cons. So again, you need to be okay eating leftovers. Um, you need to have at least one three-hour block of time in your week. When I do this method, it can take anywhere from three to five hours, depending on how much I'm doing and how much um, detail goes into these different um, recipes I'm making. I mean, if you're just doing simple crock pot casserole type meals, this will not take five hours. Um, but you know, it does take time to put everything together and to bake. And it will also take you some time to figure out how to approach this and making sure that you're doing the best tasks together. So you're not duplicating the same task. So um, if you're into manufacturing world, you can six sigma this a little bit and uh, figure out how to make it the most efficient process possible. Um, but this that part will take time, but generally around three hours is what I would estimate for doing this method. And again, that means three hours up front, no time needed later. And you also need a very large refrigerator for this because if you're making um, casseroles, you need to be able to store, you know, three casseroles in your refrigerator, which are large items that can take up a lot of space. So um, be, be sure you have uh, enough uh, space and also dishes to bake all of this in. Well, that was a whirlwind of meal prep. Uh, so I just want to summarize why we need to meal prep, because I didn't talk about this as much at the beginning, but now that you've heard all of the options, I want you to think about how this could be so transformational in following the meal plan or diet plan you desire to follow. So the first thing is that this ensures that you're eating the way that you desire. 
it's one way to guarantee that there are choices available that you are happy putting into your body and those who you also feed. Um, so this is really important if you're wanting to show your family a healthy way of eating and make sure that there are nourishing options for your children. This is a great way to do that because you're showing them one, the habits up front and two, the options are easily available. They'll notice that when they're at home, it's super easy to eat a fruit salad. But then when they go to their friend's house, the only easy thing for a snack are chips. And they'll start to put together why this is so important. And so I know it might feel like it's totally useless right now, especially when you're in that age of preteen teenagers, but they still are paying attention. And so this is a great way to start to instill those habits so that they can learn how to lead a healthy lifestyle later. Uh, the second point is that it saves you money. And it does this by a number of ways. One, you're eating out less because you already have food at home. Why are you going to go out to eat if you don't need to? Obviously, in your meal plan, you could say, I'm going out to dinner on Thursday night with friends, and we're going to brunch on Sunday afternoon. So when you plan that, then that's totally fine. Again, this means it's all in alignment with the way you want to eat. If that's what you want to do, then that's great. But the part that I don't want you to get stuck in is that you have no meals at home, you're exhausted from the week, you don't know what you're going to cook, so instead you go out to eat. That is not in alignment with leading a healthy lifestyle or the way you want to feel. So this is going to save you money as well by eating out less. You're going to have fewer trips to the grocery store because you've planned things in advance, you've learned how much you need for various meals, um, and you can make sure that you're optimizing the use of everything that you buy. The third thing is there's less food waste. We have all been in that place where we go to the store with hungry eyes, buy way too much, then we get home and have the best of intentions to make meals. And at the end of the week, we look at this moldy carrot and a smushy tomato um, and an avocado that's way too brown. And then we think, oh, that was a waste. And then some of the negative self-talk happens with that too, where you feel like, oh, I can never eat healthy. I'm always doing this wrong. I don't know how to meal plan. And you get sucked into this negative thought spiral that gets you stuck and, and prevents you from leading the life that you desire to lead. Um, and then also less food waste. It's good for the environment and it's good for your pocketbook. So you're going to save money and then you're going to prevent unnecessary things from going in the landfills. And then the fourth reason to meal prep um, is that you're going to streamline and save time by reducing redundant tasks. Like I was saying earlier, when I talked about doing multiple things at once, you can make a sauce, cook barley and roast butternut squash all at the same time versus doing that three separate times. In addition, when you're chopping, you already have the cutting board and the knife out. So you can, are on a roll. You can just chop up all the vegetables that you need chopped versus getting that set of utensils out each time. It seems silly, but if it takes 10 minutes, seven days a week, that's 70 minutes versus it taking you 20 minutes one day a week. So when you add this up, it's giving you more time. It takes planning and upfront um, intentionality, but in the end, you save time and you feel so good about what you've done. I have never met someone who said, oh my gosh, why did I waste my time meal planning? That was so ridiculous. And now I have all this food and I don't know what I'm going to do. I wasted my Sunday away. I mean, sometimes we can be a little bitter if we might not get to do the thing we wanted to do that day. Um, but when we look at the big picture, generally we're quite happy and we can probably find time later now that we saved time uh, to allocate it more towards things we desire to do. So 
I hope that you found this podcast episode helpful all about meal prep. Um, I feel very passionately about meal planning and meal prep, and I'm actually in the process of creating a meal planning course or workshop um, that I'll talk about more on the podcast and put on my various sites once it's um, ready to go. But um, you're going to think I'm crazy, but on my, I personally do meal planning and I actually have a whole year meal plan that we've used for two years now. Um, it only took me one day to do because I took all of these techniques and approaches that I've used in the past. I examined what's worked and what hasn't worked. And I tried out a different approach and this approach worked awesome. And I have a, an entire year planned out so I can be spontaneous with it and change things up as I am prepping for the week. But if I don't want to have to think about it, it's all planned out. It's not the same food every two months. Um, it's a completely unique meal plan. And I'm hoping to come up with a way to teach that all to you. So if people desire to have longer term meal plans that they can reuse, uh, that that would be an option. Um, because I think that it could dramatically shift the way that your eating, um, in the way you feel about food and cooking. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then again, you can read the blog post all about meal planning at nutritionhealthlife.com and um, check the show notes to get a link to my social media pages as well as my Facebook group. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, and I can't wait to see you next week. Take care. Bye.